When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pablo Torre, Justin Tinsley, Emily Kaplan, Mina Kimes, Geno Smith versus Brock Purdy for the NFC West crown tonight. Wow. Also, the latest on Steph's shoulder and whether snow will take out Tua in Buffalo Saturday night. Check out how Shaq lost and dressed for practice today. <laughs> Love that. Let's go. The parka. There's no such thing as bad weather. Well, the fur... Underneath the helmet is like those collars linebackers used to wear in the 80s. You know, Bring those those didn't do anything. We'll start with 49ers and Seahawks. Niners are 9-4 nine and four and can clinch it all in the NFC West tonight with a win. Seattle's lost 3-4. of four, Desperately needs to get back to where they were about a month ago if they want to hold on to playoff hopes. Another look at Purdy. He gets the start. This time without Debo Samuel, though, for the whole game. Mina Kimes around the horn to you. What's on the light line tonight for each of these teams? Well, as you said, the Seahawks, uh, pardon me, the 49ers can win the division, but I think there's more on line for the Seahawks because they are on the playoff bubble, and if they lose this game, they're probably going to depend on other teams to get in. Unfortunately for Seattle, this is an awful matchup. We just saw the Seahawks defense get bulldozed by Carolina on the ground. Now they have to face the running back that Carolina traded away who has revitalized this Niners rushing attack. They can't stop them on the ground. They also can't stop them through the air on passes to running backs. The Seahawks defense ranks 32nd in first down rate, 32nd in yards per carry, 32nd in EPA. You get the drift. So it's going to be a tough, tough road for that defense and Brock Purdy probably won't have to do that much to win. Emily Kaplan, after hearing all that, what's on the line tonight for the the Seahawks or for the Niners? Well, Brock Purdy won't have to do so much, but I think that this is a really big litmus test of this can be the guy that can carry them through the playoffs because so far all Brock Purdy has been is an amazing story. It's so clear that the 49ers support him and trust him, and Shanahan's staff is allowing him to do things they typically don't let quarterbacks do. I mean, he has two touchdown passes already of over 25 yards. Garoppolo had zero of them, but he's never played on the road, never in a hostile environment. He's never been in a game where he's trailing. That potentially could happen. So let's see what this kid has. And, of course, as Mina mentioned, the Seattle run defense is very porous. I apologize to you, Mina, for having to bring that up again. I know that's really painful, but they've allowed 667 rushing yards in the last three games, so he'll be well supported, but let's see what Brock Purdy has. Justin Tinsley. Uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's mentioned it thus far. Everything's on the line for Seattle. Like, if they lose, obviously San Francisco wins the game, and then you have to deal with the madness that is the wild card chase. So Seattle has to have a lot go their way, but the return of Kenneth Walker tonight is massive. Between weeks three and that, and they average nearly 160 rush yards a game, and without him, that offense really fell off a cliff. And I I can't think of anybody more excited for Walker's return than Geno Smith, who's been one of the better passers this year uh, against zone coverage. And obviously, San Francisco plays a lot of zone, but 
when you go back to their week two matchup, he was 23 of 27 against the zone against San Francisco. He didn't throw it. He didn't throw a touchdown, but he didn't turn the ball over either. So yes, when you look at this, Seattle has to stop San Francisco's run defense. They have to stop San Francisco's defense from actually putting up points and they got to get their offense back in order. But desperation breeds chaos. And we, we still have to remember there this from Justin yeah, Tinsley. Yeah. And, and yeah, a, there's so. a philosophy there. Talk the most, get the most points on and around the horn. Where have I heard that from before? <laughs> Pablo Torre joined us. Yeah, much of the dismay of the philosopher there, uh, Sun Min Kimes and Mina. Yeah, the whole, like, gluten-allergic Seahawks being fed the unlimited breadsticks of Kyle Shanahan's offense is bad. Okay. Right? right. It's Thank bad. you, Pablo. Very Pablo. But beyond that, it actually gets worse because as much as Brock Purdy has been a focus – in terms of quarterbacks, let's keep in mind, Geno Smith has been the answer for the Seahawks. He's also a guy on a one-year deal with an offseason approaching as to whether, like, he's going to be the solution longer term. And he's been great, but he has eight picks, two lost fumbles, and half of those in totality have come over the last three games. So the fragile referendum on quarterback is not just on the Niners' side of the ledger, it's also with the Seahawks and how you feel about this guy that you might have to commit to as a result of how we finish this season. Mina, you want to address that? Yeah, there is a lot on the line for Geno Smith, but he's also not why the Seahawks have lost games. Even one of the interceptions last week, by the way, he thought he had a free play, should have been called, but he's been totally unsupported by the lackluster run game Justin talked about. Unfortunately, that run game really needs to step up tonight because against this Niners defense, you do not want to be in second or third and long letting Nick Bosa and company Well, that run game so is healthier. Really for so maybe there's something there, but Mina Kimes, I'm sensing – I'm sensing, and I just saw NFL Live, but I'm sensing you're going with San Francisco. <laughs> I am. I lean San Francisco. Emily Kaplan. It's going to be a pretty, pretty, pretty good win for Brock He said we're going to stop doing that, but you weren't on the show all loud. Tinsley. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> Seattle is best in the league in primetime games under Pete Carroll. I'm going Seattle. Mm. And Torre. Yeah, give me the Niners, mm-hmm. please. I mean, I always want to ask you how you get so fast from there to here. It's, it's, it's an incredible <laughs> sleight of hand you do. We'll move on. Pacers 125, Golden State 119. But it's not about the score. It's about Steph Curry. Here's the play. Goes in for the strip. Immediately comes away grabbing his left shoulder. Today, MRI. So the loss, the 14-15 record, the 10 seed through a third of the season, and now Curry in distress. Pablo? Does the season seem to be spinning out of control for the champs? Well, it does right now because Steph Curry is the entire reason I am clinging to my take that the Warriors are going to be in the NBA Finals. Steph Curry, Tony, to be very clear about this, is having one of the greatest seasons of his life, which says a lot, right? Better than 50, 40, 90. And in fact, offensively, when he's on the floor, these Warriors are the most efficient offense of the last quarter century. When he is off the floor, this offense becomes the process Sixers, who I love to be clear, but they were 10 and 72, right? Less than 100 points per 100 possessions is what happens when Steph Curry is gone. And so for as many problems as they have, Steph being the son of the solar system is the reason why I believe, and if he's hurting, he's the reason I don't. Justin Tinsley. 
You know, we always want to believe that this team can flip a switch, but eventually the power runs out. We just don't know, like, which season is going to be. 30 games into the season, the record is what it is. They're 2-13 on the road to start the season. That's the worst since the 0-2-0-3 Lakers. And the truth is, if you can't win on the road, you are not a good team. So you want to look at these young guys like a Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, when he comes back from injury. They were supposed to be the guys that could carry the load for the older guys like Steph. And as Pablo just mentioned, uh, the Warriors with Steph on the court and without him on the court, they're night and day. They're less. There's a 20 point drop off, drop off in net offensive, net offensive right. rating, and let obviously a three point. But specifically, that off, so. they've had him on yeah. the floor. He's had a great year. They are the 10 seed. Emily Kaplan, where are you on concern for the Warriors? Well, what we keep hearing is that they have a championship hangover. And as someone with absolutely zero experience with hangovers in their life, I have heard, rumor has it, that they do go away. So they remind me a lot of Tampa Bay Lightning in the sport that I cover. And after some of their long runs and championships years, it has been a slow start for them because of injuries, because of coasting a bit. But veteran teams know how to ramp it up when it matters most, and they just need to get into the playoffs and they'll be so okay. So you believe that There's line. There's two reasons. Okay. Yeah, I really do. And there's two reasons I do feel okay about the Golden State Warriors. One, the last time Steph Curry was out for an extended period of time, Jordan Poole balled out. He was first in the NBA in threes in last March and April. And since then, he's been paid, so this could be his moment. And the other reason is if they look at the big picture, this could force their hand. They have so many young guys that have been up and down and figuring out where to go in the rotation. Now they're forced to play them and see, do they have a long-term fit in this organization or do they have to move for them? So organizationally, this might not be the worst thing. Slightly more optimistic, Kaplan is. And how about you, Mina Kimes? Uh, I am slightly more pessimistic. Uh, of course, you guys are aware of how much Steph is carrying this team. The numbers tell the story. But all you had to do was watch the game last night. Before he got injured, he had nearly half of his team's points. When he went out, the half-court offense evaporated, as it typically does when he is not on the court. And Jordan Poole, who, Emily, you're right, was great. He emerged when Steph hurt his foot last year. He went 8 for 22 with four turnovers. The problem with this team is the margin for error is so small. So to lose Steph Curry for any extent of time, especially a long one, would be disastrous. Right, back in. Yeah, and look, the cure for hangovers, as Emily well knows, or should know, is a good bagel. Draymond Green's trying to give him that, Tony. He had one point. He had a single, oh, he had more technical Okay, I see what you did there. In that game, yeah. so yeah. And toss yeah, from the game carbs, a day yes. after having a fan toss from the game. Emily, last word. Bacon, egg, and cheese, I've heard, okay. is actually right. the best on and everything. So, so you are optimistic. Everyone else water. pessimistic. Here, I'll just put this out there. I'm, I'm not one to criticize anyone for having some fun with a video. Once the karmic energy changed when Steph Curry put out a doctored video of hitting the, the full-court shots, to me, everything got a little bit weird for the Warriors. Yeah, a literal, a literal deep fake. By herself. Oh, it's been weird for them this year. He doesn't need to fake it. He's the greatest shooter ever. We already know. If he hit two, that's good enough for me. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. 
It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Grey Goose. Dolphins Bills is Saturday night. The forecast, seven inches of snow possible. It's lake effect. It could be anything. Dolphins are leaving 77-degree temperature to play in it. Miami's cold streak gets a cold streak with the division on the line. Tua Tungavailoa, Hawaii native, Alabama College, of course, has been asked, Questions all week about whether he's even seen snow in his life. Like it's like it's kryptonite of some kind. Yes, he has. His cold weather record not good. Small sample. I'll see who's got that information for big points on this show. Also, Mike McDaniel wearing an I wish it was colder shirt to practice no. this week. No, you don't. Mina Kimes, you're shaking your head no already. <laughs> Buy yourself the snow preemptively ruining Tua and Miami's chances this week in Buffalo. Ah, uh, Okay. Look, I am buying that this is a big problem. Tua said it snows in Alabama. It doesn't Buffalo snow in Alabama. This is a team that in Los Angeles got roasted for using bench heaters on the sidelines. Look, I wear a winter coat in Los Angeles. I'm a huge baby, but that does not bode well for this weekend, especially given that, as I'm sure you've heard, Tua has struggled in the NFL in cold weather. QBR of 14, sub 50 degrees, and this is going to be a lot worse. Mm -hmm. Emily Kaplan. Yeah, speaking of babies, I'm pretty sure McDaniel was wearing a long sleeve shirt under that. I wish it was cold. <laughs> Just get the messaging straight, coach. Just get the messaging straight. I feel bad for Tua because he is the most scrutinized quarterback, and so he's forced to have that sassy line like, oh, it snows in Alabama. And that just gets fodder to the trolls because it snowed seven inches in Alabama all of last year. But as Mina said, he is 0 for 3 with a 52 completion percentage in his three games in under 45 degree weather. The truth is the Bills are better prepared for this. Yeah, Michael Irvin once had a classic tweet that says, when we played in that cold, we was cold. What a period on the end of it. So, look, this is Miami, baby. Look, this is 24 This is twenty-four degrees at kickoff in Buffalo. You already said seven inches of snow. That is honestly going to impact the game. And how could it not? Buffalo's beat, beat their last three opponents in sub-freezing temperatures. And, look, if you're Mike McDaniel, don't go spitting into the wind because you spitting that Buffalo wind, it's going to come back as an icicle. <laughs> All right, so that's three now. Believing the the Dolphins and two are, are preemptively done just going into this game because of the forecast. Pablo, are you there? Okay, so me and I'll Yeah, I would back. like to plagiarize Tony, my friend Bill Barnwell, who I asked this question. I wanted the analytic perspective yeah. on this, and what he pointed out was that in the 21st century, yes, the Patriots are 7-0 in sub-zero December games on the road, which would seem to speak to like, oh, cold weather teams being generally good. But you know who has the second most wins over that same span? The Miami Dolphins. So oh. the notion that, okay, warm weather teams are going to struggle in cold in December on the road, it's just not really there. Now, maybe Tua has a fatal flaw, but I'm willing to think that the actual defenses he's playing against maybe are a bigger reason than the actual temperatures he's playing. Well, let's talk specifically about the offensive scheme Miami has and how that might translate yeah. to weather. But I apologize, Mina Kimes, if I put words in your mouth. Are, are you believing Miami has a chance in this game? 
Well, I mean, I, I, I don't think their chances are ruined. I'm just saying, you know, I think that the odds are against them. I am pipping Buffalo. First, I'd like to say, if you gave Bill Barnwell all of the points he deserves for the takes Pablo Torre has given and stolen from him on the show, it would probably be oh, more man. points than I expect okay. he scored I see what you're, in Wait a second, Peter. Let's game. stay on point here. The, 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 the way the <laughs> offense works, Mike McDaniel's offense, and being in poor weather. Even take two out of it a little bit. The idea of the passing game like that. It's interesting. So defenses have been pressing. Your corners have been pressing on the Dolphins wide receivers, basically disrupting the timing of this beautiful offensive machine. The counter to that, one of the many counters, is to run the football more, which incidentally might be something they have to do in this weather anyway. Well, there is an old adage, maybe you've heard this covering the game as well as, well as you do, that in the snow, you can pass the ball because receivers know where they're going. They have their footing. I mean, I think we saw the Patriots win a game once 59-0 in the snow, and Brady was just chucking the ball down. So there could be some value. In no, you're not buying it. Well, I mean, yeah, if Tom Brady is playing for the Dolphins, I might change my opinion, so. <laughs> We'll move on. Buy or sell, too. Bowl season. It starts tomorrow. Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl and Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Can any of you name the teams in those bowls? We'll see for points. Wall Street Journal today, college football might be headed for the ugliest bowl season ever. Lane Higgins wrote it. I'll just throw in a line here, an irritable bowl system. Uh, we've been accustomed to bowls with transfer with, with uh, players opting out. But transfer portal hopefuls moving on is a much larger number. Maybe that's playing into it. Higgins posits. Emily, buy or sell the transfer portal preemptively rooting bowl season. It's not just the transfer portal, so I sell that. It's just the transactional and transient nature of college football in general. I mean, think of a school like Purdue, how long they would have waited for being a relevant bowl game against a team like LSU. Their coach bolts for a better job, and then their top four players opt out, and then Drew Brees has to come in to save the day. I'll just leave that there. Okay, but you're selling the idea that the transfer portal is going to muck up the bowl season this year. Tinsley, how about you? Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it, but the the business model of college football was always flawed. So this isn't this isn't all that surprising to me. We've seen coaches leave before bowl games, but now I do wonder: uh, Will these sponsors to these bowl games start trying to give kids incentives to, uh, to at least stay for the bowl game and not PS5s? I'm talking like a actual financial piece of the pie. So that's what I'm most interested to see moving forward in all this. Pablo Torre. But my opinion on the transfer portal is kind of like my opinion on the mute button on this show. It's very annoying to have to survive that, to deal with it if you're actually in the game. But if you're at home, like, it's fun to watch still. The bowl season, Tony, is for degenerate gamblers and people who love mayonnaise, okay? That's why we're watching these random <laughs> games. It's very hard what? to manage all of these transfers, and geez, it's, but it's not geez, really it's, why it's like most of America two bowls at this point. is watching. I, I hear what you're saying, but the idea that... Players are now leaving with a frequency that is much greater than just the NFL pro prospect, Mina Khan. Yeah, I mean, they're right. The games are bad. I have not seen bowls this ugly since my haircut in first grade. On the other hand, I don't care. I don't care. If you want them to play, pay them to stay. It's as simple as that. Does anybody know any of the teams playing in the bowls I just referenced for points? Anybody? Just tell me, who's oh, it? Oh, Maryland, NC State in the Mayonnaise Bowl and Duke's Mayo Bowl. That's about them. That. I'm talking about the Bulls. He's just a Mayo fan. No? Okay, fun. We'll move on. Buy or sell three. An Argentina-France World Cup final. Messi and Mbappe playing out here is a dream in a dream. Incept us, Pablo. Who are you buying as a favorite? What are you watching for specifically? 
I'm buying that this is a potential nightmare for Leo, nightmare for Leo Messi, Tony. Mbappe, yes, may come and be the guy who is actually the greatest of all time if he beats Messi in this final. But the other name, the shadow cast all over this, is, of course, is Diego Maradona. Like, this is a larger conversation about what Messi means to his home country, and that is absolutely still up in the air. Mina Kimes. Look, we talk about Mbappe and Messi a lot. I would argue that the most important player is actually Antoine Griezmann for France, who has 21 chances created in this tournament. He is why I am betting on this team. He is the force behind that beautiful offense. Kathleen? I'm selling the Mbappe versus Messi storyline, which will be ad nauseum because these are the two deepest teams. But what I'm buying is that the real story is, does Benzema come in and play? The Ballon d'Or winner could come and play in the finals. And then do you sit Olivier Giroud, who's had such a great tournament? That's the storyline to watch. Yeah, unlike Emily, I'm actually buying the Mbappe Messi storyline. You can't ask for much more than this, especially with Messi. This is his fifth World Cup. He says it's his last. And can you imagine him ending his career without the pinnacle achievement, which would be the World Cup? Yeah, I mean, that's the storyline. Kaplan, you want to add one thing? Yeah, I would like to add one thing. Shout out to UAB in Miami, Ohio in the whatever bowl that you just said because I can't even remember what the plan is. The Bahamas Bowl. Thank you. Yes, sure. it's a Luthis Troy. Enjoy the in Texas San Antonio. In the, in the Did somebody? Bahamas. All right, I'm going to allow that. I'm going to allow that because you got to it. Kimes and Torre. Coincidentally, Clemmy, Justin Tinsley's grandma's favorite two panelists, Kimes and Torre, didn't make showdown, but her grandson did. What <laughs> does she feel about that? The star of our special, oh, Clemmy. We'll be back. Showdown. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Last week, you may have seen Raiders kickoffs. We're off the top of the tee with a holder. Daniel Carson got some great hang time. It was within NFL rules. The NFL knew about it. They allowed it. But they won't anymore. They're reversing course, not allowing it, changing the rule. Emily, fair or foul to change a rule midseason? Foul. This is why it's a no-fun league. If you're going to change a rule midseason, don't do it because a kicker figured out a way to exploit the system. Figure out a way to, I don't know, like protect defensive players. Yeah, it's absolutely foul. You can't say it's okay and then in the middle of the season say it's not. That's one of the worst characteristics a person can have. You can't make the rules up as you go along. (laughs) I see what you did there, Tinsley. I like what you're doing. All right, I'll, I'll reward that. We'll move on. Showdown two, Pistons 141, Hornets 134. Here's Charlotte coach Steve Clifford after the loss. Well, you don't even have to ask questions. Until, uh, 
until we care about something besides how many points we score, we're not going to win much. And if you're going to try to play like that, you better have like five All-Stars. We don't have that kind of talent. Justin, fair or foul call out your team like that? Uh, it's fair because he sounded like the Charlie Brown teacher and all this. The only word I heard is Wimbyama. That's all I heard. It's tanking at its best. You're telling people you're not tanking, but you're actually tanking. Huh, Emily Kaplan. I think he got some Harry Potter truth serum because this is how coaches would actually speak. Just like if I got that truth serum, I would admit, yes, I dated help with that UAB Miami Ohio answer. And no, I did not realize that pretty, pretty, pretty good was canceled. Okay, all right. A point for that. But Steve Clifford wants to win the games. He's not tanking for Wembyama. But that's what all Charlotte fans heard. You're right about Mm -hmm. that, Tinsley. 30 seconds of face. Uh, I got to take time to give, I got to give a shout out to one of the greatest movies of all time. One of the most important pieces of work of my lifetime. House Party was inducted into the Library of Congress as as one of the irreplaceable parts of American culture. And I got to give a shout out to the director, Reggie Hudlin, Martin Lawrence, Tisha Campbell, Kid and Play, the late, great John Witherspoon and Robin Harris. One of the greatest movies of all time. Can't wait to show my son. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming around. We're on a 23 and a half hour break. We'll see you tomorrow. Christopher Martin, Christopher Reed, Kid and Play, those are our guys. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.